Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. So, we are going to be judged. Now, let's go to Romans chapter 1. This one is present truth. In other words, it is, it's, it's been happening from the time of, you know, from, from creation, actually. You know, but God gave it to Paul as a revelation, and it's still true today. And that's why we have the rubbish and the nonsense that we see on the earth today. Let, let, let's, let's read. Uh, there's a thought that just came to me. I, I'll put it on one side and then pick it up. Trust God who put me into remembrance so I will not forget. For the wrath of God, Romans chapter 1 verse 18. I actually got born again on this scripture. I'm sure you've heard my testimony. When I was in Ecom, as a, as, as a youth copper, I was reading, the, God took, got me, you know, through a series of uh, events to read my Bible. Then I, I didn't even have one. I had to borrow one from one of the youth copper ladies who was also a teacher in the school. You know, I used to disturb her and I was such a, <laughs> you know. So, but she, I, I, I said, please lend me your Bible. I said, what do you want to do with Bible? I said, just lend me. I got born again on that Bible, reading this. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness. Everybody scream all ungodliness. And unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Verse 19 is a indictment. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God, everybody scream it, had showed it unto them. How? Through their conscience. They're not born again. They don't know the Bible. How did God show it to them? What we read in chapter 2. What we read in chapter 2. Who do by nature the things contained in the law. You know, the written in their conscience. God! And this is true of all humanity. I don't care whether you were born in Africa, South Africa, whether you were a Zulu, or whether you were a Fulani, or whether you were a Yoruba, or you were a Igbo. You know, whether your, 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 your forefathers were worshipping Shongo, or Amadiora, or whatever. You know, it doesn't matter. At every point in history, God has always done this. He has always worked in the conscience of men, and he will prick them, you know, and he will show them the right thing. I used to wonder many years ago, when I would hear, if I was reading this yesterday, in my personal Bible reading in the book of Ecclesiastes, the Bible says, where the word of the king is, there is power. And who can say unto him, what doest thou? You know that's what Kabyas is. Yoruba. Our, our, our kings are called Kabyesi. That's a shortened form of Kabyosi. It means nobody can ask you what you do. It's in the Bible. How do the Yoruba people get that? They had it before the white man came. Kabyosi. My father-in-law of blessed memory, you know, he was an oba in Ishura in Ijebu. You know, I remember one thing he used to tell me. He, he said to me, he said, 
Ashewa Lenoba. That means a decree is in the mouth of the king. You know that's what the Bible says? Where the word of the king is, there is power. Ashe Owa Where did they get all that from? God! God! It was in the Bible all along. They knew it before they knew the Bible. Efiniwa Kushebo. Now, in our language, that means that character is like smoke. You can't hide it. You know it's in the Bible? Is it the Bible? It says, you know, a troublesome woman. He said, even if you try and hide that, anything will come out. Where did the Yorubas, and I know the Igbos have theirs, and I know all tribes, they have it. You know, if you dig deep enough, you look at some of their proverbs, you see it came from God. The Chinese, the Japanese, everybody. God! Showed it unto them. Am I talking to anybody here? Verse 20. He's now explaining another method. One is through the conscience. You know, all of it actually works through the conscience. So he now expansiates on that in verse 20. For the invisible things of him. I didn't hear you. What's wrong with you this afternoon? For the invisible things of him. From the creation of the world are vaguely seen. Clearly. Clearly. You see, those of us who did physics, maths, doc, medicine, should be the greatest believers in God. There is too much evidence, an overwhelming evidence. Of an intelligent creature. Creator. It's overwhelming. The other day I talked about Fabonichi numbers. I won't go there this afternoon. You know, it's all over creation. Look at the, look at the, look at the sun. The planets. The move in their course like beautiful hymn. You know, great is thy faithfulness. You know, move in their courses above. They are mathematically precise elliptical orbits. Not just circular. An ellipse is a circle that has been squashed. That follows a different mathematical formula. Give the Lord a clap over somebody. It was discovered not by Isaac Newton. By a guy called Kepler. Isaac Newton learned from Kepler. They asked him, they said, Newton, where is he? he said, I have seen further because I have stood on the shoulders of giants. What giants? Kepler and Galileo. Nobody is an island. You are going to learn from somebody. And unless you are faithful in that which is another man's, God will not give you your own. Isaac Newton was faithful in that which was Kepler's, faithful in that which was Galileo's, and then God gave him his own. And if you are faithful, like Albert Einstein, they asked Albert Einstein, who influenced you the most? He said, Two people. Number one was uh, Isaac Newton. Number two was James Clark Maxwell, who incidentally was a born-again Christian. He said, it's on these giants. None of us, nobody is in isolation. You need people. You will learn from somebody. Are you listening to me? Before God will give you your own. Are you listening to me? These, it's, it's, it's there. 
For me, what takes the cake is DNA. DNA is a is a computer program, is a computer code using chemical bonds, C T G A. So it goes C T T T G A T T T G A C T T T. Then it will stop. Code on. <laughs> Somebody's talking to you. Then there will be a gap. Then it'll say C T T G A. C T T G G A. C T T T G G G A. And that code is unique for every human being. Then you tell me there is no God. And of course, Israel. The history of Israel defies. People scattered all over the whole place. God brings them back together in 1948. Watch this. And the ancient Hebrew language, which had died, they revived it. That's what they write now. They write scientific papers today in Hebrew. The same Hebrew that your Bible is written in. Which was supposed to be a dead language. Because what they were speaking in Europe was Yiddish. Yiddish is a mixture of old Hebrew and, and a little bit of German and some of these European languages. So the, the Hebrew had functionally dead, was functionally dead. They revived it. Give the Lord a clap offering somebody. Hmm. For the invisible things of him. <laughs> From the creation of the world. Our what? Clearly. I just gave you three examples. Planets, DNA of our physical bodies, and the history of Israel. But there are loads of others all over creation. Being understood. I didn't hear you. By the things that are made. Even in eternal power and Godhead. So that they are without excuse. As continuous assessment is taking place, you will have, when you stand before the throne of God, you're not going to have an excuse. You cannot say you didn't know. Okay, I, they, 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 there was no church in my place. Nobody preached to me. You say, what about the heavens? What about your body that is fearfully and wonderfully made? Watch this. You breathe in oxygen. You breathe out carbon dioxide. That tree outside, it takes in carbon dioxide and releases oxygen. Stop that nonsense. You are without excuse. Because, now I'm getting to the heavy part. Because, that when they knew God, now, they didn't know God. They're not born again. He's, he's talking about conscience. When through their conscience, you know, the Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 9, it says, this is the true light that lighteth every man. No exceptions. Every man that cometh into the world. Well, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. And their foolish heart was darkened. It means it was originally enlightened through the conscience. This is true for every human being. All of us. This is how I got born again. 
When I read this thing, it, it, I said, guilty, 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 guilty as charged. And in my room, right there on my knees, I asked Jesus to come into my life and forgive my sins. When I read Isaiah, I, 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 I can't escape. Professing themselves to be wise, I didn't hear you. Oh, no, let, let me stop there. Uh, okay, like 22 to 32. Presenting themselves to be wise, I didn't hear you. They became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image like to corruptible man and to birth foolish men. Four-footed beasts and creeping things. See all these funny, funny things that the idols they make that will represent God. Oh. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness. You see, when you reject God at the heart level, God will withdraw mercy. Then Satan will enter. And then you will start doing abominable things. Listen, I'm talking about keep obeying your conscience. This is not just a message to Christians. It's, a message to the, it's an evangelistic message. Because we are living in a generation where iniquity is abounding. Where we're living in perilous times. This message needs to go out. And we're going to make a book out of it. You know, because this is a message for saint and sinner. Because everybody can identify with this. Listen. Wherefore, because of this rejection of conscience, of the evidence of God in creation that is clearly seen of their own free will, they decide to ignore it. So their foolish heart becomes darkened. Then God gave them up, I didn't hear you, to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Hmm. Hey, you haven't heard anything. Who changed the truth of God into a lie, worshipped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forevermore. Have you noticed in the western world, they love dogs more than they love human beings? See them spending hundreds of thousands of, of dollars, millions. Some people will will their house to a dog. It's true. Some people, the, the, the dog has it, something, they will fly the dog from one from California, fly it to this thing in a private jet. A dog. And they are human beings who have not eaten. Is the perverseness, the corruption of the human mind. Because it rejected God's truth through its conscience. Are you listening to me? Hmm. You haven't heard anything yet. For this cause, God gave them up. See, he withdraw to mercy. You see, it's the, it's, the, it's the mercy of God that makes you rational. That makes you feel the right kind of thing. Think the right kind of thing. God gave them up unto vile affections. That is an abominable desire. Abominable pleasure. It is, it is it's, it's, it's corrupted. See what he says. This is where he deals with homosexualism. For even the women, their women, did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also, the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, 
burned in their lust one to one another. Men working with men that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was deserved. It says meat in the old King James. That's where things like AIDS, this monkeypox, I'm told it is predominant in the homosexual community. It's not, it's, you can't withdraw from God and do what is, you know, even nature. Even, leave Bible alone. Even nature says a man cannot have sex with a man. A woman cannot have sex with a woman. You can even look at the, you know, the, the, the anatomy of the man and the woman. What are you going to do? You have to start doing perverse things. Because, eh, is that what you want to do? Withdraw. Then you start. Ah. I'm deliberately doing what I'm doing. I, I'm under instruction. Obedience to your conscience is the key to your destiny. The more you violate your conscience, the worse your destiny gets. The more you obey your destiny, your conscience, the better you'll be able to fulfill your destiny. And on both sides of the road, very sadly on one side and gladly on the other side, there is a point of no return. If you violate your conscience long enough and far enough, you get to a place where you can't come back. That's why people go to hell. And on the other hand, if you obey your conscience consistently enough and long enough, you get to the place where you can't go back. <laughs> Hallelujah. He shall become a, pe- a pillar in my temple and he will no go out. So, but the choice is yours. I'm not done yet. Not by a chinny chin chin. Even, verse 28, oh God help me. Even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. Observe it is them. They did not like to. God is obvious in creation. I remember as a young boy, I was 17 years old. I hadn't been born again yet. I got born again when I was 20. After I finished university. I was in university. My first trip to England, I can never forget it. It was 1977. I went by Nigerian Airways you know, to London for my summer holidays. My parents didn't let me go in 75 when I was in Pats- when I was in Prelim. They didn't let me go in 76. Uh, give, give, give my dad and my mom a super clap offering. They brought me up. They were not perfect, but they tried. Looking back now, I thank God. It's 1974. So, um, um, the, you know, I, I went to UI, September. I came back for, you know, 75. You know, after Prelim, I passed. And I was going into part one. You know, we call it part one in those days. You know, I wanted to go to London. Like all my friends. You know, everybody in Ikoi. I grew up in Ikoi. You know, Victoria Island. Ah, you know, this one went. This one went. I went to my prayer. Ah, you know, I, to, I want to go to London. You know, uh, my, 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 my mom and my stepfather of blessed memory, Justice Macquarie. They said, you're not going to any London. You will walk in high court. <laughs> my, 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 my stepfather was a judge in Lagos State High Court. They gave me a job as a clerk. 
that Iboshere High Court in Lagos. He said, you will walk there. And the car will not take you in the morning. You will find your way. During break, it's a true story. I thank God. You see, when I look back now, I say it was God walking in my life. And causing my parents, they had the money. It wasn't money. How much was it to go to England and do this? 500 naira. No, no, it wasn't anything. Yes, the ticket was 300. Well, yes, ticket, return ticket was 300. You know, they said, they said to me, they said, nonsense. They, they said, so during break, my, 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 my father, my stepfather, he had, a, he had his chambers inside the uh, high court. I was not allowed to go. I go down with all the clerks to the canteen and eat with everybody. I didn't know they were training me. The next year, oh, London, London, I said, no! This time you are going to work with Adeboali Electrical. <laughs> You are doing physics. I think the man is dead now. He was a good friend of my father, of my father-in-law. So they gave me a job. They had this um, factory in Isheri. We were living in Ikoi. They had a factory in Isheri where they were where, where they were uh, assembling thermocool and all fridge and freezer. They said, "You did physics. Go and go and do your physics." I would have to get up 7 o'clock because they had this trailer that used to take all the workers. If you miss it, so I would be with all these rough people. You know, you know, the, the, you know factory hands and things like that. I was undergraduate university. <laughs> I'll be, you know, I will enter the trailer. You know, I will struggle with them. I didn't know God was helping me. I thought my parents were being over hard. Because all my friends, I lived surrounded by millionaires when I was growing up. Some of them, I won't mention it. Neighbors, you know, had swimming pools in their house. They had Rolls Royce. They had televisions in their cars. I'm trying to kind of environment in which I live. My parents, my parents said, no. They said, you, you go and walk in a library electrical. So I walked in a library. Three months of uh, uh, vacation from June to go back to school, you know. But I learned a lot. It was good for me. When I look back now, I made friends, you know, eating the canteen with the common people, you know, and I would get home, you know, I have to find my way back, make sure they, 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 they you know, come back and something, then I would take a bus from Obalende, and I will take a taxi from Ikoyi Hotel back home. Every day. It toughened me. Then it stripped pride. I didn't know at the time. Then 77 came. I was now in part two. I had done well. So they now say, You want to go for summer? I said, Okay, this year you can go. <laughs> I was rejoicing. I was 17 years old. I got into the plane. I'm telling you my, what was going on in my heart because God watches the heart. I got into the plane. I'd never been abroad before. My first time. I got into the plane. You know, I did physics and all of that. I was amazed at the technology. 
the way they manage the space. The space of the chairs, the space of the toilet. I was just thinking of design and, ah! And in my heart, you know, I wasn't a Christian. I wasn't born again, nothing. It's the heart. You know, I just said, ah, how can God have given men such wisdom? Look at this, this metal thing. And it's going to fly in the air. And we land in London. Everything is... It, it blew me away. It blew me away. You know. And all in my heart, I didn't know God. You know, but just... This wisdom is... The white man is something else. And I guess kind of wisdom. That's what I was thinking. I did not know God was looking at me. God is looking at the heart. It was years later when I got born again that I now understood where all that light and all that wisdom came from. They did not like to retain God in their knowledge. God gave over to a reprobate mind to do the things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness. Now look at the things that are happening on the earth today. Read it after me and open your mouth. Being filled... <laughs> with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things. Disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who know, who know, who know, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.